0: Uh, the U.S. Senator from the state of Indiana, Mike Braun. Senator, are you there, sir?
1: I'm on now. I can hear you, Yeah. There
0: you go. All right, there you go. You cannot believe the hiccups that we've had in our system over the last couple of weeks. It's just like a, <laughs> everything's a crapshoot. Um, Senator Braun, you, you came out and you've kind of made um, some saber-rattling, some noises and everything. Uh, you, Ron Johnson, and a few others, that you thought perhaps going into this new Senate uh, which ended up not being a Senate controlled by Republicans, as most of us, myself included, thought was going to happen. But we find ourselves with the same stupid setup that we did in the first half of the Biden administration. And you were thinking that perhaps it was time to unseat Mitch McConnell. Now this is not an impeachment, throw him out of the Senate, send him back home, but that maybe the the leadership of the Senate was beyond his reach, and you actually had. Uh, a, a name or two in your head that you thought might might have be been a better choice.
1: So, Pat, it was actually to change the dynamic. Uh, all of us knew that, including uh, Rick Scott, who was kind of maybe the sacrificial lamb for all this. Uh, Rick, Ron Johnson, and I were entrepreneurs. Uh, the Senate is an institution of seniority, uh, not merit. And a process that is so slow, it's sometimes uh, analogous to watching paint dry. So all of that being said, this was the perfect time to not only see, with Rick Scott being at the helm of these Senate races, uh, Mitch McConnell being kind of the political director Mm -hmm. in general, Mm -hmm. um, let's do a debrief. Uh, Let's find out why the Democrats... Run circles around us in these swing states. How did they motivate their base to get out to vote? What issues did they push? Uh, we seemingly did not do it. We had a great evening in Indiana, almost wanting the first congressional district that hasn't been in play in yep. 92 years. Ohio became redder. Florida is completely off the map as a swing state. Texas, but the swing states. Georgia, Arizona, are the two newest uh, of the eight to ten we thought it was worth discussing what can we do we really did this as an attention grabber uh... we knew that it wasn't gonna end up in a new leadership but we finally finally got the discussion that i've not seen in four years of being here yesterday during our lunch when it was a little rowdy little lively and today in the formal election process we've not had that kind of interaction uh... to where everyone here uh, not until you're here two, three terms, but those of us that maybe aren't going to camp out here forever want to feel more involved in the process, we accomplish that, and I think we'll maybe get an agenda that picks the things that our party, our base, is most interested in and that we run on and articulate the message well. I think we may have accomplished that, at least the start of trying to change that dynamic.
0: Let me ask you this, because, I, you know, for the most part, I mean, sure— um, Ideas could rise on the Senate floor, and sometimes you'll have a Senator go after another Senator, but it's not it's not normally a really raucous thing. Um, I've always kind of wanted, just for a while, to have it to be the same thing about the questions that you hear on Sunday nights coming out of the U.K. when uh, the floor, the, the House of Lords and everybody <laughs> a- ask questions yeah. of, of the Prime Minister, that gets pretty rowdy. I, That's I got entertaining. The, I, I agree. I, I, well, when I read the first story that I saw of what came out of the meeting that you were in yesterday with them, I kind of wondered if that almost felt like that.
1: You know, it was uh, more organized than what you'd see uh commonly out of the commons uh, there in that lower chamber, but at least was a little closer to interaction. Uh, Pat, these big bills done behind closed doors by leaders and committee chairs. I'm on appropriations. I'm on budget. Bernie Sanders is chair of the budget committee. In two years, we haven't done one meeting in the budget committee on the mechanics of budgeting, this woke issue or another. They can do whatever they want over there, but this Time, the midterms of 2022, it looked like we had the biggest political platter of opportunity that I've seen in a long time with inflation, the economy not near what it was pre COVID, border issues, crime in the cities. It's not going to get any better than that, but still they outmaneuvered us in the key swing states. Candidate quality, uh, that's probably an issue in two or three of the races. Anyway, we sat down as a conference. Yesterday and today, and I think maybe have come to a new way to where we all weigh in to arrive at a better formula
0: let me let me ask you this real quick yeah. uh because I you know the the election was a week ago yesterday, yep, and I've got to tell you that a week ago today when I came in here to do the program um I was uh about as excited uh at what was happening to the Senate as if somebody had taken. Uh, my the palm of my hand and pressed it down on a hot pancake <laughs> pan. Um, I I was I was stunned. Now I'm not I'm not a political genius, but I usually try to keep a little in touch. And, and Senator Braun, I genuinely truly thought we were looking at fifty three to fifty four Senate seats on the Republican side. I cannot believe that we're winding up exactly where we were.
1: I mean, and uh, we'll have to do. We'll have to win the special runoff election to be right back where we were and then again where did it happen happened in Arizona Georgia is still out there as the linchpin to get back to where we were before Pennsylvania New Hampshire all the places where it looked like they were in play uh, for us to flip a seat or two we just couldn't get there and uh, good news in Ohio you know that thing was considered uh, more of a toss-up That has become a much redder state, just like Indiana has become over the last couple decades. It's getting there. So the thing that happened today is that we've kind of formalized the fact that this Republican Senate caucus has to be run in a little bit more of a participatory way to where all of us have input into the process, and I think we accomplished that. And now it remains to be seen Will that be taken seriously by leadership so we can all coalesce towards a better outcome in 2024?
0: Um, When when we look forward now, uh, assuming that everything – and I'm hearing spatters here and there. Well, I don't think that the elections were straight up in this state or that state. But it doesn't feel like it did two years ago or four years ago. So let's let's try right now to maybe say what the secretaries of state of each state have put forward happened in their state – let's say, fine, okay, let's live with it, with with where the numbers are and what we're doing, what do you think the issue going forward is now? How do Republicans properly position themselves for the election two years from now? Because I'm just here to tell you, and you know me, uh, Senator, if, if it ends up being um, Joe Biden again, you're going to have to find somebody else to host this show, because I'm probably going to be swinging from a tree somewhere.
1: Well, I mean, the irony uh, is that he is acting like he is going to run again. I think they are giving him deference uh, to see what happens. Uh, we'll see. On our end, we got to get that figured out. But here, again, I think until we focus on those eight to ten swing states every two years, not in the congressional seats, uh, that's different. Uh, we actually won the congressional popular vote that would be around them by five million votes that's mm-hmm. one bright spot but we barely turned that into a small margin you know to have the house ownership but in the senate it's clear we've come up short uh... we weren't swing states back when i ran that was recovering too. we should have never lost in missouri and in indiana we did that but uh... this time it was with the swing states in the independence were hugging us with all the issues on that platter. They though ended up going to the Democrats uh, by a small margin, but that's all it takes. And somehow they figured out how to get their voters out there and what issues were resonating. We need to be able to do that better. I think we're gonna have fair and honest elections because everybody was watching it. The legislatures that were in the swing states that had those issues back in 2020, They mostly fix that. So we got to quit looking at that, start looking at what is the business plan for America that we put out there and articulate it well and focus on the swing states.
0: So what do you think now in going forward? And, again, I appreciate your time being with us. We're talking to Senator Mike Braun from here in the state of Indiana. You you are what? You're four years into your six-year term now? Yep. Yep. Yes. So in two years, you're out running around again trying to decide if if being elected again to the Senate or to perhaps another office uh, is what it is that you feel would be good for you to do. Uh, right. But, it, but it, going into that, Senator Braun, um, where is it right now that you're wanting to dwell on the strength? We can all look and say, well, we should have done this. We should have done that. What is it Republicans need to do right now to position themselves to help whoever our candidate is going to be? Uh, coming up in two years from now, because if we're we're no better off in positioning ourselves collectively for a presidential election, it'll be no better than what we did in some of the swing states.
1: They complain about fundraising and especially the big PAC money. They outraise us two to one. They outraise us generally in these elections. So You'd think that uh, we probably ought to try to get a little better at that, but I don't believe you really get everybody bought into supporting you financially until you're real confident with the general plan. So I think we've been lacking uh, the mission statement. What are we for? Uh, I've always said Democrats are for a lot of things. Uh, The federal government's a growth business in their cathedral all wrapped into one, and they 've never taken finance one hundred one to boot, and the independents sadly will default to that if they aren 't sure what we are about so uh, we 've got to come up with uh, first of all we 're not the party of fiscal integrity like we 've said we have been in the past we 've been part and parcel of building these deficits in this now debt from eighteen trillion to thirty one in the four years i 've been here mm-hmm. uh, that 's been equal, uh, both sides weighing in on that. Let's get good at what we're supposed to be about, uh, not waver from it, and then convince the American public, especially in the swing states, that our plan is better than theirs. And we've got the material to work with. We just haven't set it forth clearly, and we haven't articulated it well.
0: Uh, one last thing here. We've got about a minute and a half. We're talking to Senator Mike Braun from Indiana. Uh, the announcement of Donald Trump that he's running. And a lot of people have been trying to position the governor of Florida to run, although he's said nothing in that direction. But obviously, when you've been as successful as governor as he, uh, people will often say, well, then let's move up to the next level. But with Donald Trump uh, making his announcement uh, last night, and it was a good announcement for a Donald Trump announcement. I don't know that he's garnering the, the level of response that he thought he would. Your 30 second take on that.
1: So, uh, before January 6, uh, he probably had support of 85 to 90 percent of the Republican party. And that's gone down since then. Uh, he, when he ran in, uh, 2016, was the manifestation of half the country teed off with business as usual in DC. That's still there. Stay on point with your record. Show how good it was pre-COVID. I think he still preempts the rest of the field, but it's going to be up to him to run a campaign that doesn't dwell on the past. Talk about what was good policy-wise. Give us a vision for the future.
0: As always, I appreciate you, Senator Mike Braun. Senator Braun, thank you so much, sir. Let's talk again in a couple of weeks.